the listing materials and talking to the broker and looking at pictures, it does not replace actually going there in person to feel that vibe and really understand it. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello, welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Todd? I am doing fantastic, man. Just uh, working hard at some due diligence on properties. Um, been a busy last couple of weeks, so that's been fun. Always a little stressful, but it's been fun. And um, yeah, just just working on continuing to push forward, get properties, um, you know, we're being cautious, but we're also optimistic about kind of what's going on um, uh, out there. And and there's there's just been a lot of money thrown in the market, and we feel like um, there's reason to be optimistic yet cautious at the same time. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, a lot of places I think are overpriced, but uh, people are still paying for them. Yeah, but you know, overpriced. What's what's that mean though? That's that's the hard thing to really mm-hmm. wrap it wrap your brain around what is what does an overpriced truly mean um it, it kind of depends on if it's sustainable so we're we're just looking at um yes we feel like a lot of things are overpriced we're looking at well located properties we're looking at properties that cash flow we're looking at properties that have opportunity to add value and if we can find those i feel like there's a good reason to buy uh, how many times you think about, uh, you know, just, just look back and go, okay, what if you bought that building located in that neighborhood that you drive by all the time? And you're like, wow, that's a really nice building. I wish I would have bought that. There's a lot of times where we go, man, I wish I would have bought that, you know, 20 years ago. I wish I would have bought that 40 years ago. I wish I would have bought that 10 years ago. So if you're looking at those buildings saying that, well, well then why not own them now? Right. Because there's never a time where you're like, man, I wish I would have bought that building. And you're going, oh, I'm glad I didn't buy that building. No, there's sometimes you say that, but it's typically in a neighborhood that maybe things didn't quite work out uh, or you bought for way too much uh, and the cash flow just wasn't there. But typically you're not saying, oh, I'm glad I didn't buy that building if it's in a well-located area in a good market and uh, hits all those other metrics too that I talked about. Yeah, I like your point about sustainability. So when I say overpriced, I'm, I'm talking, you know, if uh, there's a downturn in the market, which I don't know if there will be, but if there is, is the property going to be able to survive through it? And mm-hmm. if it's at a price point that uh, it won't pack low enough to survive, then for me, that's overpriced. That's overpriced. Exactly. Yep. That, that's, how, that's how you qualify it. It's not that, that everything's overpriced. It's that, yeah, that property is overpriced. Uh, so Matt, I wanted to talk about uh, you. All right, let's you, do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? Wait a second now. Uh, so you, you decided to jump in a plane and, uh, and go to North Carolina. Is that correct? Yes. Yep, I just uh, got back uh, uh, a couple days ago. And and this is your first time there. Why did you decide that it was important for you to get in a plane and go to North Carolina? 
Well, I mean, I, I chose North Carolina as my target market, uh, specifically the Raleigh-Durham area, because it checked all the boxes. And so the numbers made sense. But, you know, with real estate, it's not really real until you actually do it. And the market isn't really real with connections and, and with understanding until you've actually been there. So it was really important for me to meet with the people that I already started building relationships with over the phone and over the internet to build stronger connections with them to help me as my local team. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some really important things you said there, right? I mean, real estate is still local. It, it, peop, a lot of people are like, oh, you can buy real estate anywhere. Well, that's true, but I feel like it's also still local. It's also still a relationship business. We have to build relationships with brokers. They have to be able to trust us. Um, you know, I, I think that's probably the biggest uh, thing that we have to do is build those relationships with the brokers. I feel like it's really good to build relationships with the property managers that are local as well. Um, so can you do a lot of it from your pajamas at home? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can do a lot of it from home, but you also have to physically be there. And for these brokers to take you serious, I feel like you have to do exactly what you just did is take a trip down there and meet with them. Uh, they get phone calls for, I mean, every day they get a lot of phone calls from people from all over the country wanting to buy their you know real estate in their market, and especially a market like Raleigh and, and markets that have been doing well for a while. They're getting a ton of calls from people. And how do they sift through who they should take serious and not? And it, it, that just comes down to, quite frankly, typically the people that they physically meet, the people that have actually came into town, met with them, I had coffee with them, had lunch with them, whatever, I sat down in their office. Those are the people they're going to take a lot more serious. And of course, it's just not one time, right? You can't just meet with them and now expect the, the magic to happen. Matt, you're going to have to continue to communicate with them. But, uh, but that's a big thing. So Matt, tell me a, a little bit about your itinerary. You know, what, what did you do? What was, what was the main kind of goals that, that you tried to accomplish? Well, I, a few goals, you know, first was meeting with the local brokers, as well as uh, property management that I had identified uh, before that I liked, and some local investors as well to help me uh, to look through some properties. And then I also, you know, toured around the area, got to know the neighborhoods a little bit better and, and see physically what's, uh, you know, growing, what's expanding, what's, what's being built anew. I mean, Google Maps just doesn't cut it with really understanding the local market. Mm -hmm. And um so I think that was the main thing. And I also toured a few properties as well that I had underwritten just to see what my assumptions were uh, if they you know, compared to real life. Nice. Yeah. And that's so true. Like Google maps and, and uh, just, you know, research and statistics tell you certain things about neighborhoods, but they don't tell you the entire story. It just doesn't until you get there until you can, there's, there's nothing that can replace just that vibe, that feel, right? So I, I just mentioned, I was doing, I'm doing due diligence on several properties. And I've got a few properties that I'm purchasing. One is a pretty turnkey assisted living deal. The other one's the opposite. Uh, and I walked into the buildings and the, the, the minute I stepped into the one building that's turnkey. I realized it was even better than what I thought. The, the vibe was there. The energy was there. You could just feel it. You honestly, the, like the people there, you could feel not only the residents, but the employees, 
it's just that vibe was there. You walked into the other one and you felt the negative energy. Now it was actually better than what I thought, but, but it was, it was a noticeable difference between the two buildings, the vibe, the feel, the energy that the residents were giving off. It was just a noticeable difference. But at the same time, it allowed me to go into both of them. The one of them, I went, wow, this is way better than I thought. Um, it's, it's even more turnkey. My, the staff that I'm going to be acquiring are even better. And the other one, I said, eh, it's actually not as bad as I thought. There's maybe just a couple changes that need to be made. I know there are, but it's not maybe quite as severe. So the same thing applies to going to a new market, getting to feel the neighborhoods, getting to feel what's going on and talking with the people that are in the town uh, that are there on a daily basis. Uh, there's nothing that can replace that. Yep, I agree. And uh, to your point, you know, the listing materials and talking to the broker and looking at pictures, it does not replace actually going there in person to feel that vibe and really understand it. Yeah, and I mean, you've done one trip there, right? So let's yep. let's be honest. You you don't you're not an expert on the market. It's a big market. You don't know everything yet. It's not like it's a town of five thousand people where you're able to spend three days there. You pretty much know everything, right? So you're you're you still have a ways to go. But now what you can do is you can take a lot of the information that you've gathered and continue on your research. And then the next time you're there, you'll get to know more neighborhoods, more of the market, and you'll continue to improve that. But you have an overall feeling. So now when you get this listing, and it's on the southeast side of the city, you've already got that feeling that you go, oh, southeast side, I that's a great area. You know, you can kind of know that you were there, you can relate to that. You can say, okay, let's look at it. Now you might not know exactly that neighborhood, but at least you go, okay, I think this is actually a pretty, pretty general good area where I want to be. And I can do a little research. And then when I get there, I'll, I'll know. Yep, exactly. And, and inverse is true too. Like I can, I, you know, there was one submarket that I was excited about before going there, but then once I drove through it and, and was checking out the apartments, I realized everything's brand new. There's no like older mm. stock uh, available. So this submarket, even though it's growing, it's not what I'm looking for with a, like a B or C class of a property. Yeah. So it's an exciting submarket, but it's not exciting for you. It doesn't fit your business plan. Yeah. Good, good point. So um, how, how many, uh, how many different brokers did you meet? Were you able to meet with? Uh, two in person. Okay. So a couple in person, uh, and then property management companies, you met with uh, a couple of those too. I met with one. I had interviewed a whole bunch, uh, previously, but then one kind of shown above the rest and they seem yep. to match what I'm looking for. Yep. And how many days did you spend there, um, for business purposes? Uh, three altogether. Three altogether. Okay. That's great. Um, and, and I'm assuming you rented a car. Did you drive mm -hmm. around, um, exploring neighborhoods and stuff like that? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, so, so you, you know, you had some success. What, what were some things that you go, man, I wish I would have done this a little bit better or the next time I am going to do this. What are some of those things? Get some more referrals. I, uh, you know, my schedule, I think I could have fit in a lot more meetings with uh, other brokers and other investors. And so, you know, I, I now have a basis of uh, locals that I can 
connect with and then also reaching out to them again and, and saying like, who could I meet with as well? Who should I bring into the fold? So maybe spend a little bit more prep time yep. prior to leaving. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, anything, anything else that like with that trip that you learned um, that can be helpful for, for our listeners? I would say know what you're looking for. You know, if you just go there like, oh, I'm really excited about this market and you don't have a sort of guidance uh, of, of uh, what you're aiming to, to get out of that trip, then you're not really going to get much. But if you have specific goals to uh, achieve, then you can strive towards getting those, whether it's information or connections or uh, more deals or what. How many days has it been since you were there? Two. Two. So, so you just got back. Mm -hmm. Okay. So are you reaching back out to anybody that you met today? Yeah, I'm doing that today. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's a, a big thing I would suggest anybody you go to a market reach out to them within a, a day or two. So it's, you know, today, we're, the day we're recording this is a Monday. So obviously Saturday, Sunday, not a big deal. Don't re, don't need to reach out to them. But, you know, today's Monday, you should reach out to them. You should thank them for meeting with you. You should remind them exactly what you're looking for. And you should tell them how excited you are about the market again. You know, really cool. Allows you to reconnect. A phone call too, it would be okay. Uh, but I think an email is just fine. After that, then we just want to make sure we maintain good connections with these people. We've already met with them one time. Now it's time to keep good connections. Um, and I suggest people do that in multiple different ways. Um, so, you know, one of the things we can do is we can, again, we can send an email and say, hey, just a reminder, I'm looking for this. We can call, we can say, hey, you know, just a reminder, I'm looking for this, blah, blah, blah. But we also can make it about them sometimes. So oftentimes I'll find a, a something that has to do with Raleigh um, or the surrounding market. That's a positive thing. And I'll shoot them an email. Say, hey, I, you, you may have you saw this, but I thought of you. And you send this article, whatever it might be. So things like that, that give them value. Typically, I always you know, say that, hey, you, you probably already saw this or you maybe already saw this. Um, but, you know, I thought of you when I was reading this, I thought this would be helpful for you and your clients when I was reading this, you know, so you're giving them value there. Um, you know, you, you connect with them on LinkedIn and, and Facebook and whatever other media channels they're on or you're on and uh, like and comment on their posts. You know, those types of things are subtle things that help you build relationships with these brokers that doesn't make you the annoying person that's always just asking, right? And then even on the phone calls, you know, hopefully you get to know them a little bit. So know that they have a family. How are your kids doing? Hey, uh, you know, it's, I know your kid loves baseball. It's baseball season. Is, is he on the team again this year? You know, those types of things help build true relationships with these people and make them think about you first versus the people that are just always asking, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's all about adding value to each other. Uh, you know, if you're just trying to take and take and take, then then that's really off-putting for most people. Yeah, yeah. Not that you can't find deals do it, do it, you know, doing that, but I think you're just going to be a lot more successful if you put a little bit of extra effort into it uh, to try to find some deals. So, um, 
Well, cool, Matt. I think that's that's really good. I congratulate you for actually taking that step to going out there. Now, the next step, like I said, is continuing building those relationships and eventually getting back out there, especially when you're um, when you're really serious about a property, right? And you're in the best and final, or you know, you, you've you've gotten to a point where you're like, hey, I I'm ready to get an offer on this. Now, the next step is to go out there, tour the property, again, build that relationship and use that opportunity that when you're out there to meet with even more people uh, that you haven't met with. And, and of course, get to know the market even better. So it's a process, um, but these people see it as you're being serious. I've gotten a lot of comments like that from brokers. Like, we like you because we know you're serious because you come to the market. Like, you're, we feel like you're part of the community. Awesome. So... So cool, Matt. Um, well, that's, that's good. That's, uh, that's really what I wanted to hit on today is your experiences, your, your takeaways from actually touring a market and just knowing that, uh, you know, look, I mean, quite frankly, even if it's your own backyard, are you doing these things? Are you stepping out there? Are you getting to know how many, you know, how many brokers have you talked to? How many, how many brokers have you had lunch with gone to their offices? Are you doing those extra things? Do you really know the city? Like, yeah, you may live there, but have you really truly spent some time um, getting to know the city? So get to know the city. Don't take the freeway every time. So, Very cool. good. All right. Anything else, Matt, that you want to add? Uh, no, I just, uh, you know, you got to take action. That's the big thing about real estate. If you don't take action, you're never going to get any deals. That's true. It's true. You won't find deals if you're not, uh, if you're not looking. All right, man. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day a Saturday. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So, uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So, go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com, and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So, I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free, I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.